...through to the playing fields behind, and they didn't need to sully its fresh, lemony scent with stinky reminders of a so-called friend's betrayal. Josie would never admit this to another living soul, but she actually missed Dawny more than she'd imagined she would, though she supposed it wasn't all that surprising, given they'd been best mates practically since birth. Just went to show you could never trust anyone, even those closest to you which had been a very painful lesson for Josie to learn. When she herself was so loyal, she didn't even like to change a dental appointment. The real light of her and Jeff's life was Lily, their 21-year-old angel of a daughter, who was currently at uni doing a BA honours degree in history and politics. Imagine that. No one from either of their families had ever done so well, nor come to that at anyone else on their street. However, Lily was special. Everyone said so, and had been saying it for most of her blessed little life. She sparkled and laughed and made everyone feel so good about themselves that love just came cascading back at her like a rainstorm of stars. She's her mother all over, Dawny always used to say. But Josie didn't think she'd ever been as lovely as Lily. True, she'd enjoyed a good laugh, and she wasn't backward in offering a kind word when one was needed. But she didn't have the same inner glow, or the innate belief in goodness that constantly shone out of her daughter. Maybe she'd had some of it once, but definitely not anymore. Now, she had scars on her hopes and shadows over her dreams, though to look at her or talk to her, no one would ever know it. She simply went about her days in her usual cheery way, with a duster and polish in her hands on Mondays and Wednesdays, a teapot and frying pan on Thursdays and Fridays, and, until recently, a telephone headset plastered to her ears while she engaged in a spot of telemarketing at the weekends. Living where they did, on the notorious Templefields council estate, there wasn't much in the way of swearing, cursing and death threats she hadn't heard before. But not until she'd taken this last job had she ever been on the receiving end of it. Honest to God, the things some people said when you rang them up out of the blue. She'd never repeat their abuse, not even to Jeff, who, it had to be said, had some choice phrases himself, but when his taxi broke down. And best not get him started on the kids who treated his back seat to a tactical chunder after a skinful on a Friday night, because that really wasn't pretty for anyone. The telemarketing had ended up proving a waste of her time, since she'd never made a red cent out of it. So, these last couple of weekends she'd been enjoying a bit of time to herself. Just as well, given the commitment she had for every other Saturday, and nothing was ever to get in the way of that. She had to wonder if it was why her reflection was showing a woman who was worried, stressed, even drawn. Strange, since she wasn't aware of feeling anything in particular at the moment apart from mildly intrigued to know what was behind the calls she'd just taken. So, should she run upstairs now to make herself a little more presentable, ready for the visit? A quick rub of foundation, brightened by a couple of dabs of blusher, and several waves of the magic mascara wand? She didn't usually wear makeup on her cleaning days, and since today was Wednesday, she hadn't bothered when she'd got up this morning. Jeff always said, in his usual gruff way, that she didn't need it. She was lovely, au naturel. He didn't often lace his compliments with fancy French phrases, mainly because that was the only one he knew, 
But, on the rare occasions he remembered it, it pleased her no end, especially in the light of all they'd been through. Have you got any bookings today? she asked, going through to the kitchen to put the washing machine on for a second spin. One was never enough these days, a warning that the old tub was probably about to break down. Joy, another expense they couldn't afford. Hmm, Jeff grunted. That was Lily on the phone. Josie called out, she and Jasper are on their way over. Sounding surprised, he said, in the middle of the week, to what do we owe the pleasure? She wouldn't say, but she wants to talk to us both. So, if you've got any fares... Nothing so far, he admitted despondently. I'll go over to the cab office later and check out what's what. You putting the kettle on? If you like. After doing the honours, she went to stand in the doorway between the kitchen and living room. taking.